Hello and welcome to It's Jia, Life and Friends, a podcast where I, Jia, talk about life with my friends. This is part two of the Young Wives Club recording. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I would highly recommend you to go back and listen to that episode first. In part one, Michelle, Annie, Jess and I discussed what it was like marrying young, some of the assumptions and unspoken pressures of relationships. Thank you for the feedback from last week as well. I love hearing your thoughts and starting discussions about these topics with you. And I just love hearing that people are actually listening, which is still really surreal to me. So thank you for listening and also for your feedback. In this episode, we discuss our personal experiences with marriage, some of the serious and not so serious changes and challenges of marriage, and reflect on how we can do better in our friendships. Thank you again to Michelle, Annie and Jess for such genuine chats with me. It was so much fun recording, chatting and also editing this two-part series. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I would love to build a community where we can create dialogue with each other, share our different views, our perspectives and experiences. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this right now. And follow me on Instagram at itsjia.podcast. Happy listening. Pick the best. Pick the best You're like out of a podcast. Yeah. Audio. Yeah. And that was our complaint about the books. <laughs> special, special M. <laughs> Subscribe for more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've all been married for varying lengths of time. But let's talk about our experiences so far in our marriages and looking back uh, when we were going into marriage at first, um, the beginning of that life stage. Uh, how has marriage changed your trajectory of what you thought your life would be or if you had like certain life plans? I guess for me, like, not particularly. Like, I had uh, kind of expected and hoped to be married. And I don't have any kind of life plans that kind of clash with kind of my marriage. So not to a huge degree for me. I agree with that. Like, I'm not, like, a particularly career-driven woman. I don't have... I don't plan my life out. <laughs> I got... I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't have a five-year plan, let alone, like, a one-month plan. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, like, it's just like, oh, it's just cool to be married, but I don't think it's really changed my trajectory in life. I just feel like for me, I just like, I just go with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, same. I think the only thing that, um, it hasn't really changed the trajectory. I don't really have a, like, a five-year plan either, but I think it's made me grow up a lot faster in terms of, like, cleaning, cooking, like, just... Like, living independently. Yeah. Mm. Like, if you didn't get married and weren't in your respective relationships, like, do you think that you would be okay to have been single for, like, you know, through your 20s and maybe in your 30s? I think for me, I think I'd be a bit... Because, like, for me, I, I want kids, right? And then, and you know, there's, like, the biological time clock or something. So, <laughs> it's like, damn. 
I know, like, women get, like, pregnant later, but, mm. like, yeah, I would have hoped, like, younger me would probably have hoped to at least get married by mm. 30, I think. Mm. Yeah. I think I would have struggled with kind of singleness a bit more. I mean, mm. I s- started dating when I was in, when I was 21. So I've spent, like, a majority of my 20s, like, in a relationship. Mm. So I think, honestly, for me, that if I like wasn't in a relationship i would have struggled a bit because because mm. that's something that i do want in life mm. um but ultimately like if i was single like it would still be okay because it's still god's plan mm. yeah like i would it would be something that i would have to wrestle with more mm. Mm. still trust god with mm. Mm. Yeah, I think like I had a plan <laughs> when I was young and then that I want to get married at like 23. <laughs> and then when I was like 20, I was like, no way. <laughs> now I'm not going to happen. Yeah, and then like at the time before I started dating again, like I think I was content with being single because I enjoyed it. Hmm. But um, yeah, like always kind of wrestled with the idea of like long term singleness. Like, mm. yeah. Like, similarly, I think I would have struggled heaps with it. But yeah, maybe, like, God did bless us with marriages because he knew that we would be <laughs> struggling, struggling a lot. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely relate to that. Um, mm. I feel like I'm, like, the type of person, like, since young, I think you guys already know, but I've always, like, liked someone. Like, it's been, it's so annoying but it's just been the way it is. Like, I've always just liked one person after the other, and I hated it, but, yeah. So I think I would have definitely struggled with singleness, but at the same time, I would, like Mish said, just have to trust in God and be content with whatever situation he's put me in. I think, like, that's with anything as well. Like, for Mm -hmm. example, like, in the future, if you're married, like, even if you're married, if you want to have kids, and then what if you can't have kids? Like, that kind of stuff. Like, things that we want, but they might not necessarily... I I don't know. Mm. I'm not opening any kind of worms, but I feel like um, even in marriage, it's important to be content with God. And Mm. I think the struggle in marriage is that we, like, often just see our partner and or, like, elevate our partner above God. Mm. Um, do you guys ever feel like sometimes you're like oh, why doesn't the other person do what I want mm. or like they why don't they just do this and then or how do I word it better um, if they like, do this then I'll be happy yeah like say give examples like if they gave me more flowers or like that kind of stuff then I'll be more happy or mm. something like that <laughs> but then <laughs> but then I feel like um, maybe in that kind of like mindset, it might be putting too much pressure on the other person, like just like mm. putting pressure on them to make us happy or to like finding our satisfaction mainly on that person. And instead of that, finding out our main uh, like form of satisfaction from that person rather than um, focusing on God or mm. um, being thankful mm. for the relationship that we have. I don't know. I think that's something that can really relate to. Just like putting too much pressure on the other person. Like, oh, why didn't they do this? Or 
not that I do it a lot, but you know, at mm. times I have to pull myself back and mm. be like, actually, you've been blessed with a lot, and I should be instead of like getting all I need from that person, mm. I should be getting that from God. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I think it's like when you're with that person for a while, you kind of just like get used to kind of that relationship, mm. and you kind of rely on them to be like. Like since they're your partner, you're like, oh, like they should make me happy, mm. you know. They should, like, they should know how to make me happy and stuff like that. And I think, yeah, it's right that it can be kind of like a source of like discontentment. But then I think even shifting the mindset a little bit to being like, instead of focusing on the discontentment, focusing on like how to serve that other person better, because like I feel like when you're like when you kind of both serve each other well you kind of automatically kind of make each other very glad and very happy mm. and then the kind of there's there's not kind of as much discontentment to focus on mm. i agree like i think when we were dating like i very easily put very high expectations on eugene and i used to get really disappointed at him without him knowing mm. because i had yeah, just place such unrealistic expectations on him and like what he should be doing, how she, he should be caring for me and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, sometimes I do do that in marriage as well. Like, yeah, just expecting him to <laughs> do better in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess looking back on it now, I think that was my... Um, that was me idolizing my relationship and mm. that was how that was coming out being like this person should satisfy all of my needs and mm. like all of my wants and so kind of depending on this one person for like everything which is like very unhealthy and can put yeah quite a strain on the relationship um yeah because like marriage is not meant to be that <laughs> like the mm. other person is not meant to like give you everything mm-hmm. um, that you might need in life because we have family and friends and like other relationships in our lives as well Mm. um that god gives us and yeah i think like for me uh what i've found that has helped for me like internally with like expectations and stuff is like yeah seeing a contentment in god and knowing that god is the one that satisfies and Mm. yeah i shouldn't like be placing everything on eugene Mm. and I sometimes always think I'm like, what if Eugene died and then like mm. I would be alone? Like, would I like survive? Like, because if I'm so dependent on him mm. for everything, like, I would just be crushed. And then, of course, like, you know, lo- losing a loved one would be very, very hard. But sometimes I think like, would I just want to like die because I would be without this person? Mm. Which is like, yeah, not. Which yeah, I think it's definitely like me idolizing him Mm. because yeah my life is not revolved around him um but yeah can relate (laughs) (laughs) it's like chess and i just joke sometimes like i'm gonna die first or something (laughs) because i don't want to be left alone (laughs) no me (laughs) i like how you're like like bantering which one should go first i've already told ernie like i have to go first. <laughs> like, no negotiation it's not a negotiation <laughs> even in like COVID, sometimes we like do dope because you didn't have to go to school mm. i'm like 
or like what if actually, like one of us actually gets it and just you know isolate and make sure the other person doesn't get it. But I'm like, I need to get it too so that we can die. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel I know it's like that that's the case that you should kind of isolate and kind mm. of make but I'm like how could if my husband gets it how could I not get it do you know what I mean like mm. it's over for both of us but I was watching the news and like they were interviewing this family who the baby got it somehow and then the oh. baby passed it to the father wow. and like in the interview literally the mother and the father and the baby were sitting next to each other mm. the baby was in the mother's lap the father had a mask on but the mother did not have it and like that was the extent of like dis- oh. distancing and stuff like she's obviously still caring for the baby mm. yeah and the husband was like next to her just wearing a mask mm. like, I think what can you do though like unless they decide to completely isolate which is like the mom and baby but it's just strange how... No, the baby how, has it. Yeah. yeah, it's a strange how the baby has it. Obviously, she would probably breastfeed the baby. Yeah. Yeah. How I mean, even if it? she's bottle feeding the baby, yeah, it's she'd like, be like how carrying like, it Yeah, it's too. like, it's not like... I, don't, yeah, I feel like it's harder for them to be like, oh, the baby's got hospital, we're not yeah, going to yeah. anything. Like, they can't do that, so it's hard. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's just interesting that the transmissions and stuff, mm. it's not very... Yeah. Wild. Indeed. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> talked about, like, if you died, would you allow them to remarry? Oh. I have. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was like, I have it. Bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is like a conversion. One Corinthians. Right? <laughs> yeah. Have you? Yeah. You have, right? Yeah. yeah. I was very uncomfortable if Eugene remarried. I was okay. like, you can be... <laughs> I was like, you can remarry, but you honestly cannot love them more than me. Yeah! That's so true. Like, you can't, man. Yeah. But, and then, practically, the flaw one effect is that, like, is that if that person, if that, like, person asks them, like, oh, hey, like, like, do you love me more than your first wife? Then he'd legally be obliged to say no, and then that person would be like, okay, cool, no thanks. Rendering him single forever. <laughs> I haven't brought that up. Maybe I should bring that up. It's yeah. a spicy question. It is a very spicy question. But like, yeah, like we know that marriage doesn't exist in heaven. Mm. Like we're not gonna be married to our spouses, mm. um, and we're all gonna be like singleish. It's married to Jesus. That sounds really weird to non-Christians, but yeah. but then I was like, well, we're gonna see each other in heaven. And if you have another wife, it's going to be really awkward. <laughs> and you're like, that's my husband. It's like, that's my husband too. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's going to be awkward. I feel like it wouldn't be awkward. Like, it's awkward. awkward now, but maybe in heaven it's like different because we're like so satisfied by... I, no. Whilst that is a scenario that I could imagine playing out, I don't think it would actually play out in heaven. Yeah. Like mm. you, right. like yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just not a combo that you would have, mm. like at all, because you'd just be like, there are, the priority is worshiping God. Yeah. And you'd be like so satisfied that it wouldn't. You'll be like, oh, okay. What's up, Eugene? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what ha- what has Eugene's response to it been? He was kind of like, 
I think like the first few times it was like, what? Why not? Like, but I'm like, what? You want to remember me? While I'm still here. What if you turn it around? I would not remarry. Really? That's very interesting. I would feel like I would. I was betraying Eugene. You know what I mean? Did Eugene say he would feel betrayed? If you did that? No, I don't think... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeremy was like, I don't know. Oh, I feel like if that, that, like, if you're actually in that situation, it'd be really different. Like, you, I don't know what I would think if, like, captured in it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What if you found someone different. very compatible? Yeah. And, like, it's, like, also, like, would Eugene want you to be alone? Yeah. Because when I think about it, I'm like, if I die first, I don't want him to not be alone for the rest of his life. Me too. I want him to be alone. Okay, I guess it got differing opinions and thoughts. Like, I don't want Ernie to be alone, but I also don't want him to be as happy as he was with me. (laughs) Which is, like, you know, honestly terrible, but, like... Uh, well, in terms of, like, family, we both still have regular dinners with kind of our family, so that's kind of stayed fairly constant. Um, we did notice that we have been tending to, like, since we've been married, hang out with, like, couples mm-hmm. more, like, whether dating or married. Um, I think there's just a little bit of logistical ease that you're like, oh, okay, like... Um, with me and Ernie, then, you know, there's another, like, guy and girl to, like, yeah. chat with and stuff. Um, yeah, and I um, do think that with my friends who are single, I kind of consciously make a point to, like, hang out with just them. Yeah. Um, if they ask about, kind of, my partner, then I might bring it up or be, like, uh, or if they're open to inviting them to lo- along, then that's, like, totally fine. But, like, I kind of want to make that time not kind of weird, like mm. if they don't also have a close relationship with Ernie. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I try to see family um, every two weeks for dinner, so we alternate like my mom's family and then my family. Um, with friends, um, I think generally speaking, I guess pre-COVID times. We, I generally kind of catch up with friends during lunch breaks um, at work or on Friday nights or on weekends. And I think what's really been good is every Friday night, Lennox and I, we kind of like do our own thing. So in a way, it kind of just like sets out like either alone time or like hang out with friends time. So that's, that's been helpful. Mm. Um, or like we plan in advance if, you know, we're not going to hang out as a couple then we'll just hang out with our single friends or just, you know, or even just, like, a girlfriend or something, then I'll just let Lennox know, like, in, uh, like a week in advance or whatever, and then he will, he might plan something then. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think mine's similar, like, try and catch up with family um, at least once a week or a fortnight, mm. and because my mum says she keeps missing me. <laughs> 
Well, at first, because like, you know, um, I'm the first one to get married and I was home a lot more than my brother. So, so there's probably a missing presence at home. <laughs> but no, like, um, like I'm really tight with my family. So, um, yeah, I do want to see them when I can. Um, in terms of friends, I think because of COVID, it's just really just, it's a very unique situation, I think, mm-hmm. for Chester and I. So, um, yeah, I guess before, you know, we have our own friends that we catch up with. Um, but even, like, now, like, there are some times where we just go and do our own thing as well, and that's that's yeah. fine. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, been, I've been reminded lately, just like, oh, I should probably reach out to my friends more because mm. I don't see them. Because most of my friends, like, at church and stuff. But since we haven't been going to church, it's like, I don't really talk to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I can initiate more too. Mm. Mm. Did you notice that some of your friendships with single people changed when you got married? No, I don't think so to a huge degree. I mean, mm. proportionally with me, my friends, a greater majority are dating or kind of in relationships or married um kind of a smaller proportion are single i think it means what annie was talking about in kind of allocating time for to that friendship and kind of mm-hmm. being sure to like continue to like nurture it and kind of you know keep in contact and stuff i don't think the content of it really has changed that much mm. i mean it's easier to invite people over to your place you know and to be like hospitable to them and stuff um and often that means your partner is around but like depending on the relationship your friend has with your partner like you can just kind of adjust that to be kind of whether your partner is just in the background doing other stuff or whether they're kind of more actively included in the conversation just kind of depends on what kind of your friend wants yeah and what your friend is comfortable with like perhaps it's more like adapting to the circumstances of yeah being married and then being single um and kind of tailoring the friendship and what you do with them and how often you see them to whatever circumstance that you are in yeah i think so because like being married i think you definitely have less time and energy as uh, compared to when you're single to like say do to hang out socially and like you know go to all have so many catch-ups etc um so i think it's not that i i feel like the amount of catch-ups or the number of people that you catch up with definitely decreases mm. not because you don't want to continue catching up but just because that's the circumstance that you're in you do have responsibilities that you have to cook and clean and you know um, try to nurture that relationship with your husband Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah Mm. I think it's quite interesting because you're like I've got like other duties Mm. but a lot of the other duties are kind of less to do with marriage than to do with like living independently yeah Mm. yeah so you kind of have like your own like household to run Mm. which is like the additional kind of thing Mm. yeah so i feel that in a way friendships kind of do change a little bit after marriage 
but I think it's also like similar to like those changes in friendships that you might have when we say like from from like high school to uni and uni to work it's like a different circumstance and so because of that different circumstance it changes a little bit not necessarily bad it's just different mm. what were some assumptions that you had about marriage and perhaps any like unexpected challenges or unexpected joys from marriage like for me i think you get told that like especially during like the marriage speeches and stuff that marriages work and whilst you're told that i think like understanding that in marriage is a little bit different mm. like I can think when you're like dating and engaged, you're like, I like this person, you know, how can it be like work? Mm. Um, but there are challenges that do take work and it like actually is work. Mm. It's not just like enjoyable, like happy times, like, uh, but it is work that you like want to do well. Mm. Yeah. Like, and you want to kind of like succeed at and make each other happy as well. So, mm. Yeah. It's a weird type of like work. <laughs> yeah. mm. um, I think one assumption that I had um, about marriage is that I assumed that we had to use that we yeah that we had to use the same blanket to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I quickly learned from mission early. Um, yeah, you don't need that. Mm. And I think. We sleep a lot better because we use separate blankets. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that complete change in tone. Yeah, it's like, why, why do something that doesn't make both of you happy? Yeah. yeah. Still allowed to like different things. Hmm. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I think like on a similar vein for assumptions is big for me, um, Chester sleeps quite early and I'm quite a, a night owl, so I'm like, oh man, getting married, do I have to sleep early? <laughs> but luckily, like, you know, Chester goes to sleep and I I just tend to it's 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 okay. I can like stay up late if I need to and he probably doesn't like it, but I'm just like whatever. Like <laughs> it's still me. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> and I thought, like, because I like having my own time, my alone time, yeah. I thought that I might not be able to get that as much um, when we're together. But actually, like, um, I still have my alone time, which is good. Mm. And, like, Chester respects that. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was um, something pleasantly... Not, not so pleasantly surprising kind mm. of thing. Um yeah, it's like, I still need my alone time, but, like, I thought, like, if I saw him, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to see you. <laughs> but it's like, we can still be in the same room, but we just do our own stuff, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny, because actually, now that you said it, I remember back to, like, before I was married, I was like, I had heard that Ernie snores really loud, and I was like, I guess I will never sleep again. Like, what if, like... <laughs> What if like this is what drives our marriage apart? That I like he keeps waking me up. I was like, and then I just got used to it. <laughs> yeah, it was just like and like if he snores to that, I just like push him a bit, and it's like yep. Yeah. Two weeks ago, he was like snoring, and he was like, 
I was like so freaked out. It was honestly so creepy. I like shoved him so hard. I was like, it's a demon. Does he wake up when you shove him? Like can't he's like, oh, oh okay, like, like the sirens, yeah. 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 That's so Did you know that I... Because sometimes he wakes up during the night and he can't sleep, so he goes out and watch TV. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, did you know that I wake up? Because, like, you moved around. I'm like, no. I'm like, I moved? It's <laughs> like, yeah, you moved. I'm like, oh, okay. Because, like, I think maybe you just subconsciously move when the other person yeah, yeah. moves. I'm like, is he awake? <laughs> I was like, no. I'm like, a light sleeper. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I think it takes me a while to sleep, but once I sleep, I'm okay. But then okay. sometimes mm-hmm. I get woken up by stuff. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just like, what? You woke up? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get, and um, yeah, separate blankets. Because someone's like, oh, you sold the blanket. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's no harm to either of you for yeah, getting, like, getting two blankets. It's true. You steal blankets. I steal blankets. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen like the big kind of like paper, like the big clip things that you can get to like? Oh really? Clip? Yeah. Oh, I've seen like no, some, but like, I like to home, cocoon. Home, no, 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 no. It's for Chester's side. Oh. It's like on like the home home shopping network or whatever. There's like there's basically like a huge bulldog clip that like oh, they clip oh onto like gosh. their side so that you can't pull the blanket. You should get that for Chester as a gift. Like, I'll just get another blanket. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do help. With it does mean you have to get double the amount of sheets, but it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Do you get matching ones? No. Okay. His, he got like his. Um, is it called a doona? Mm hmm. Like the inside one. Like the inside sheet. Not like the bed sheet on. Yeah, so what's the difference between a doona and a quilt kind of thing? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 quilt. Okay. A quilt. Oh, the inside. The inside one, the quilt. Like, he got it from his, like, home. Like, mm. it's not, like, something that we bought. And he's like, I really like this one. And you're like, okay. But the shape is, like, not standard. Oh. Like, you know how, like, you know, like, double... It's, like, not a standard shape. So it's just, like... I always use, like, um, safety pins. Oh, yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah, the sides. yeah. He doesn't have safety pins on his. It's, like, a wild life. It's just, like, a clump of a blanket in the thing that... Oh, <laughs> like, I can't even... You don't use them. No, I find how using safety pins really weird. Is it to like keep so sharp? Yeah, it's in the corners. Because Chester's mum does that too. I don't do that. I didn't do that. I'm just like really freaked out. Like, what if the safety pin comes out? It's never come out. It's called a safety pin. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
During the almost 30 years I've been alive, I have not been hurt by the safety pin while I'm sleeping. It's probably like a very like heavy duty one that you'll probably use too, right? I'll take a picture of it when I get yeah. home, guys. Uh, what were some of the struggles that you faced as a young wife? And how can we support other people like going through the same thing? I guess when I first got married, I didn't really have many other kind of married friends that I saw regularly. Mm. Um, so I guess it was a bit difficult to talk about married life. Like, you don't want to, like, whinge about your husband in front of, like, people who are, like, dating and stuff. So mm. you're kind of like, just got to keep this to myself. <laughs> mm. So I think having, like, like friends to talk to who are in a similar life stage is very helpful. Mm. Mm. Um, I think one struggle um, that I faced as a young wife um, that we discussed before already is, like, juggling your time um, between family and work and friends, especially, like, making time for friends um, mm-hmm. when you're, like, low on energy and there's, like, little time or you always push for time. Um, I feel like I'm still working that out myself because especially with, like, the changes in co- with COVID and stuff. Um, but I think um, it's always good to just chat with married or, like, people in the same situation for you. Mm. Um, yeah yeah because sometimes like I guess guilt comes with it too you're like oh I'm not like doing as much as I should be doing to keep a friendship up but at the same time I feel like 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 there's a bit of anxiety that comes with that like I haven't reached out to this friend so long like should I reach out now if they like what what would they think kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah I think maybe for the flip side for me from Annie um yeah because of covid (laughs) really um maybe because i feel like oh i actually have a lot of time because i'm always at home Mm. and so i'm like oh maybe i should be using my time my free time better because i'm like oh i'm just mostly seeing chester i have other friends i could catch up with but Mm. i don't do i don't initiate that um so i think yeah just i want to be mindful and like I'm not just in this I'm not just married to chest how do I say this? Like You're not just in like a social bubble. Yeah, that's right. It's mm. not just me and Chester. It's like I've got my other friends um mm. too. So um yeah, I just need to be more proactive mm. and yeah. be more bold. Just like, hey, wanna catch up? Initiate. Initiate, right? yeah. Mm. Mm. But I've also been very blessed and lucky that, you know, I've got like you guys who have gone before me <laughs> <laughs> paved the way <laughs> to like um yeah ask for like help tips like before like marriage what what marriage might look like after so been very very blessed to have yeah you guys um yeah I don't know what else to say yeah what a nice note to end Thanks for having us, Gio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for being on my podcast. And yeah, I'm so willing to talk about stuff and like, yeah, good chat. Even though this took way longer than I told you. Okay. <laughs> good luck with um, yeah, editing it. <laughs> Yay! Well, thanks for having us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>